live. Hello, everybody. This is Sheila McKenna, and you are watching Push Factor. I am the founder of Push Factor, and I believe this should be my 21st video. As you can see, today's the fourth, right? No, today's the fifth. Hmm. So I wonder what video this is. But anyway, enough of that. Again, my name is Sheila McKenna. Thank you for tuning in whenever you decide to. And uh, in today's 20, 20th or 21st video, I want to talk about what the difference is between self-love and self-preservation. What are the two? What, what, what do each mean? Now, as I've gotten older, I have started to redefine what self-love is for me. I think it has a lot to do with everything that I've listened to from my mother. I, I know if, if, if you watch me, I talk a lot about my mother. It doesn't mean that I, I have issues with my father. I love my father as well, but I just, she talks more. I think we know African fathers. They don't talk very much. So my mother is the one who gives me all the wisdom and the jewels. And <clears throat> her and I had a very difficult relationship when I was growing up because there were a lot of things that she was saying that I was like, you know what, this is old-fashioned. None of that stuff makes any sense to me. You're too rigid. You're, you're too strict. None, I, I will never apply the things that you tell me. I'm just going to be my own person. I'm going to be a completely different human being than you. But as I've gotten older, as it turns out, my mother is right about a lot of things, more things that I can imagine. And one of them for me is what self-love is. I was actually having a discussion with her uh, this past Sunday. I went to visit my, my, my family. And I was sitting with her in the kitchen and she was talking about how people uh, have more self-love uh, than, than self-hatred. And I listened to that statement. I was like, no, mom, I don't think so. I think more people, um, more people don't like, don't like themselves. And she was like, how is that? You know, there are a lot of people who love to point the finger. You know, people love taking care of themselves so they'd rather point the finger at somebody else and say that's your problem and not and not mine and i was explaining to her that that is not self-love that is self-preservation there's a difference between the two because self-preservation is when you would do anything to stay away from something that is uncomfortable you would do anything to deflect an issue, especially when you know that it has to do with you. That is not self-love. That is self-preservation. When you are quick to deny yourself real truth and to live in this illusion of what you think things are and the way you think things should be, that isn't self-love. That's self-preservation. So you may not agree with me, and that's okay. I do these videos so that I can share 
what 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 I think, what I believe, and take whatever it is that makes sense to you, that resonates with you, and that that which that which doesn't, you can always throw away, right? So for me, my new definitions of self-love are first of all being honest with yourself, sometimes brutally, because as we get older, we can formulate such deep beliefs and they can almost be like you know uh putting your 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 feet inside uh cement that's about to harden and it will be difficult to get yourself out of a situation like that some of us have such deep-seated deeply embedded beliefs that serve us absolutely no purpose one of them being i am who i am i'm never going to change that's a dangerous way of thinking it is very dangerous to believe that you are who you are you're never going to change you know who you are is 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 what you are and 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 you're incapable of thinking any higher or 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 taking in anybody else's opinions that that that's worrying that's scary but back to what i was talking about about being honest with yourself i'm one of those people who i admit i don't like being corrected i don't but on the flip side every time somebody has told me something and i've taken the time to think about it something that i know that I, I didn't like the way it was said or it, 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 it hit a particular part of me that was sensitive. When I take the time to listen later, when I think back to the conversation and I say to myself, you know what, this person is actually right. That happens to me all the time. I do that now more than before because I know that I have that thing about me where I don't like being corrected. I, I don't like constructive criticism. I mean, I do. I do now than I used to, but I still have that issue. So when I decide to be stubborn, when I decide to defy what somebody has told me, which, and I know it's good advice, but for some reason that day I'm just feeling moody or whatever it is, I make sure that I, I, I reflect on that conversation. And I get back to them and I tell them, you're actually right about that. You're right about that part of me. That is something that I need to look into. So that's what I mean about self-love. Self-love is having the courage to look inside yourself and to know what your weaknesses are. To know and recognize and acknowledge what again, what your weaknesses are, really. If you can do that, then you are on your way to expanding your consciousness. Because when you start taking in new views and new perspectives, it just moves you to a higher plane. If something happens on an energet on an energy level on a metaphysical level something just expands you become a bigger person
And I don't mean weight-wise. So to me, being honest with yourself is a big part of what self-love is. So the next uh, definition for self-love for me is delaying gratification and making sacrifices. The thing that when, when, when my, my, my eldest brother who passed away back in 2000, he was wise beyond his years, wise beyond his years. Because I remember when, when we were, um, when he was in university and I was in high school and I would ask him, why do you work so hard? Why do you study so hard? And he told me, you know, McKenna, in life you have to make sacrifices. If you're going to get to the place that you want to get to, you have to make sacrifices. You have to delay gratification. This whole thing of wanting everything right now, of doing everything right now, the FOMO, fear of missing out, and spending now. Taking, you know, we, we're just in this culture where all we do is just, we want to experience everything right now. We, we I, I don't know if you know what I mean. It's very, very difficult for many of us to say, I'm going to take a certain portion of my salary and I'm going to put it away because there's something that I want to purchase. There's something that I want to invest in. There's something that I want to do. To me, that's a definition of self-love. You may say, you, you, you may say, you know what, live fast, die young. Okay, if that's your philosophy, no problem. I'm just talking about what my definition of self-love is. And that is having the patience and being smart enough to look at the time we have, understanding that in as much as I, 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 I do say that, um, we don't have much time. It's still important to understand that we are going to live for a certain amount of time. We really are. So it makes sense to make certain sacrifices. It makes sense to be self-disciplined. And that's another version that I never thought I would say because I am not a fan of self-discipline. But I understand its value. It's like avocados. I hate avocados. I wish I could love them. I really do, but I don't. But I understand their value. Just because I don't like them doesn't mean that I don't try to incorporate them in my eating habits. I don't like them, but I have to, right? Because they're so good for you. It's the same thing with, with self-discipline. There's nothing sexy about it. There is absolutely nothing exciting about self-discipline setting a certain routine for yourself and saying that I am going to dedicate myself to this routine because there are certain results that I want to see. To me, that's self-love. Having the ability to say to yourself that I am going to buckle down. There are certain things I'm going to give up 
that I know are not working out for me, that I know are wasting my time, I know are wasting my resources, I know I'm you know, I, I know are wasting my energy. And I'm going to focus on one or two or three things that I know are going to propel me. I'm going to be self-disciplined. I'm going to be disciplined enough to apply them in my life. Because I know three months from now, six months from now, by the end of this year, I am going to see unbelievable changes. And I would rather delay all kinds of immediate pleasures so that I can get to that place. I value that so much more now than I ever have. And again, I always say my, my mother is my hero because she is the definition of delaying gratification and making sacrifices. I mean, my, my, my father is too, absolutely. It's just that, like I said, she talks about it more than my father does, right? So uh, I'm going to talk about the softer things about self-love. The one thing that we have to appreciate is ourselves and who we are. We need to apply the same level of grace and kindness and forgiveness to ourselves as we do others. Self-love is about self-compassion. Having the grace to tell ourselves, you made a mistake. You did this wrong. This didn't work out. You've been trying. But you have to forgive yourself and move forward. To me, that is a deep and beautiful definition of self-love. When you are able to be kinder and gentler to yourself, especially in situations that you know you are in constant, like your negative self-talk can take you to this level of, of, of total self-defeat. And it can really beat you down. So self-love is not just about the things I've just talked about. Although those things aren't really the popular things, being honest with yourself, making sacrifices, having self-discipline. Those are not the popular things when, the, when we talk about self-love. But I have to talk about the fact that being kind to yourself, being good to yourself, is very, very important on the journey to self-love because we can treat ourselves horribly. The things we say to ourselves are not things that other we, we will ever allow other people to say to us. We can be quite abusive to ourselves. Let me stop using my finger. Don't want to sound like I'm pointing or seem like I'm doing some sort of lecture. But so to me, those are the the differences between what self-love is and what self-preservation is. And I hope that this video has made sense to you. I hope that you have taken something from this video. If you have enjoyed this message, if you feel like it's offered you some level of value, go ahead and share it. I'd be happy for you to, to, to share it with a friend, with someone that you feel um, could 
uh, take something from today's message. So that's it. Thank you for watching today's video about self-love versus self-preservation. And if you like my messages, go ahead and like my, 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 my page, my Push Factor page. I'll certainly appreciate that because I will continue doing these videos. In fact, I think that after the 30th video, I'm going to skip a day and then start it all over again because this exercise has been, it's been really good for me. And I hope that as you get these messages that they help you to improve certain areas of your life. Okay. Thanks again. Take care. Enjoy your week. Make it work for you. Make sure that it's meaningful. And bye for now.